Welcome back, guys, to the From the Stands podcast here with your hosts, Alec Wojak and Alex Rodriguez. Yes, sir. We just got back from our, our little Christmas break. We took a break from posting and doing videos. Nothing much was going on in the whole U.S. soccer world. So mm-hmm. not, we didn't miss much, but today was a big day. Um, first off, this episode's not about the whole Greg, Greg Berhalter situation, as me and Alex are going to wait until tomorrow, which is the 4th of January because U.S. Soccer is going to come out and announce who's going to be our manager. So we'll, we'll see about that. But today's episode is mainly about uh, the offseason so far for the, the Western Conference. Uh, it's me and Alex's predictions for the top seven who are going to go to the playoffs. At the end of the year, I think me and Alex agree. Majority on most of it, but others, yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of a mix. But first off, Greg Berhalter situation, just a little... Uh, note for anyone listening, Greg Berhalter, uh, the incident came out that happened 31 years ago between him and his wife. He apparently kicked her in an altercation. They've now been married for whatever plus years. They have four kids together. They seem to be doing just fine. Yep. What are your thoughts on it, you know, before we get into today's uh, little episode? Well, um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you briefly touched on it that Greg – uh, he, he, he said he went to a bar, um, he was drinking with his girl or now his wife and he ended up kicking her, um, and they had an altercation. But, uh, for me, like you said, it was 31 years ago. Um, Greg seems to have grown as a man from this situation and they got married. Like I, I understand the frustration that people will have. And I think it's, it's, it's a sad occurrence that happened, but I think uh, Greg has learned from this situation. I think, I think uh, it's a good story to tell, um, although he may not want to say it, but it's courage that he may have used, um, that he could possibly use for the players, right, to come out and speak about statements to grow from them. Well, I mean, I don't know how much I listened to a guy that said that he uh, abused his wife, but you know, <laughs> hey, uh, but all I'll say on this subject, since we're going to get into it tomorrow with the whole big announcement and stuff is... Um, should if greg uh gets uh not fired because his contract already uh expired whatever he should not be uh not considered for the job because of this incident this was yeah, complete blackmail. i completely agree him and his wife got blackmailed it's not to me it's not that big of a deal i mean of course it's a big deal about abuse but it's not something it's just that so everybody long should be ago. panicking about. it's so long it's- ago and they've moved past it they exactly. both have moved past it. They and have a family it, together and everything. In the statement that Greg Berhalter posted on Twitter, he said that his wife, his now wife, was the one who called him seven months later so they could rekindle their relationship. It's it's uh, obviously something that sh- should never have happened. Uh, no one wants it to happen. It happened, but they moved oh, past it. And then, and then this was brought up during the World Cup, right? Or what? Do you know necessarily what happened? It was sometime during the World Cup. Probably some angry fan that somehow somehow had all this info. Yeah. Who knows, really? But like I said, we'll get on more into it tomorrow with the whole uh, what's going to happen with uh, the. I don't know if they're announcing a yeah. manager tomorrow. I don't no, know if they're announcing a manager. I, but I, I don't know. think they're announcing a manager, but um, I, I don't think this should be a reason of why Greg Berhalter should not continue to be a coach, right? I don't so, want him to be the coach. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, this, yeah, we we don't this, like this him. Should, this should not be a factor into the whole the whole decision making process. Exactly. But with that being said, All let's right. get into today's podcast. This is 
us predicting the 2023 uh, top seven for the Western Conference. We decided to split it up into two episodes because it's way too much to cover. Um, <laughs> yeah, so let's just let's get into it. Alex, right, and number, we both agree. Number one. Yep, LAFC. Houston Dynamo. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> obviously, obviously being sarcastic, uh, we're, we're probably going to finish last again. Um, but yes, LAFC, uh, I don't really see why you would pick any other other team going They're over too LAFC. Strong. Too Just strong. too strong. Had a 10-point margin against Austin in in the whole uh, the race last year for the Western Conference title. They've kept majority of the team. Actually, well, today they lost one guy, uh, Blessing. They traded in New England. Okay. No idea why, because I think Blessing he was, is a good player. Yeah, I don't know why they would trade him to New England. He's going to hate it there. Who doesn't hate New England? Anyway, <laughs> but LAFC, despite that, they have they've put some firepower into their team. Mm-hmm. All right. They have signed one, probably one of the more exciting, I want to say mo- more exciting uh, players to come to the MLS, but an exciting prospect like in the whole game of soccer in the world. Yeah, I have no idea how to say this guy's name, by the way, guys. So... <laughs> Uh, Stipe, Stipe oh. Blue? Is that Bjork. his name? Bjork. 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 Yeah. All right, I'm going to let Alex pronounce his name, but he's a forward. <laughs> I believe he was signed for uh, 6 million uh, euros. 20 years old. I think that's a yeah, pretty good sign. I mean, yeah, look, I mean, considering Bale is out of contract, um, although LAFC is known for their forwards and their attacking threat, um, I think this is a really big signing, and especially for a young player who is probably going to come to the U.S. Um, is gonna and is gonna look to basically run up MLS and make sure that he is gonna get a big move to Europe, no matter what. Like he's gonna come in here, prove himself at the best team in the MLS, and make sure he gets a big money move to Europe. I think that's exactly what's gonna happen, and especially because of because of how much of a prospect he, prospect he is. Yeah, he was named in in the finalist for the Golden Boy, which is the best young player uh, in the world, I believe, not just Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was named in the finalist uh, behind the eventual winner, Gavi, midfielder for Barcelona. You know, but, that's you know not, these are that's big a, time names. Yeah, these are big time. Uh, despite them being young, Gavi's an instrumental part of Barcelona. He was an instrumental part of Spain in the World Cup, despite them getting knocked out. It's still it's still a great great, great sign. signing. It's a, it's a real statement signing, I think, from LAFC. Exactly. Going I think away, it's really good for the league as well. Oh yeah, going away from the. Uh, I mean, of course, LAFC's done it. They signed Gareth Bale, who's older. Uh, Christian Tello, who's a little older, he's left the team uh, as of this moment right now. But they're going away from the whole sign older, experienced players. They're going with the younger one, mm-hmm. uh, who's. I, I will be honest, I've never seen a game of him, but I have his stats. No. Um, he's been a consistent starter for his team in, I don't even know what league they play. Was it uh, Dynamo Zagreb he was playing for? No, it's Hajuk Split. Mm. As I said, guys, I don't know how to pronounce any of these guys' names. Uh, just do with that Croatian. what you will. But yeah. he's played 15 games this season. He scored one goal and provided three assists. He's not producing amazing numbers, but obviously – he's doing something right if he's in yeah. the finals for the golden boy i mean that's why i mentioned it he, he's gonna come to the us or specifically the mls to basically make sure he has a statement name and make a big move to europe um so I, I that's a really big signing by them and then they also signed another player who i was really curious to see um Dexon mendes so he was a player for ecuador during the world cup 
Um, mm-hmm. And if anyone was keeping up with the World Cup uh, and was watching Ecuador, um, Ecuador was actually a really good team, and he was he was playing. He played two games out of the three games. He was on yellow card suspension for the third game, but he I rated him as an A minus because of how well Ecuador did. Um, mm-hmm. And how exciting they were compared to the Euro- uh, European nations, um, so, um, as well as Senegal and that group. But um, I, I'm really curious to see how he does. Yeah, uh, like I said, I don't think LAFC's done much wrong with their transfers in the past. Maybe a, cu- a couple, like Diego Rossi, uh, Christian Tello, who didn't do much. But I think LFC is doing doing pretty good. Uh, they. LFC also signed uh Daniel Maldonado. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah, Alex he's the, he's the, yeah, he's the uh, replacement for um the center back FC Dallas just signed from LAFC. Would you like yeah. to say his name? No. <laughs> Sebastian Ebego, I think it is how you pronounce it. So um, he was a he's a Honduran defender, center back mainly, and he's won three trophies with this side. Um, so I rate him a, a flat B. Um, yeah, it, he's played for Honduras, um, won a few trophies. Uh, nothing can go. I don't think you can really go wrong with winning cup experience. Um, mm-hmm. So I th- I think uh, it'll be a good replacement. Just give him time in the league, and I think it's good that LAFC is already looking for a new future. Yeah, they got him on a season-long loan. He's 24 years old. Uh, like you said, won three titles. He's captained his team on multiple occasions uh, throughout the season so far. He's played pretty much every single game, ninety minute, full 90 minutes, except one game he played 55 minutes. He's a solid player. It's a good yeah. replacement so, to a pretty good back line that they already it, have. Exactly. I think this is why we're, we're giving LAFC number one to still top the Western Conference. I mean, they're, they're losing Gareth Bale, but, I mean, they, they're bringing in – Three players, and especially the replacement for their center back, I I just don't see LAFC really dropping down to second. No, de- definitely not. Uh, and lastly, for LAFC so far uh, in the transfer window, they have they signed re-signed Hollingshead, solid player for them. I mean, he played majority of the games uh, throughout their win into the MLS Cup final. Uh, I love them at Dallas. He fits really well into LAFC, so I think that's a really good signing for them. I give them a flat A. Just because he's, you know, he's a solid player for them, plays pretty much every game. So mm-hmm. I think that wraps up LAFC. I yeah. really do believe they're going to challenge for the title yet again. They've kept majority of their team together. I don't I mean, see any, I don't see like any flaws really. So yeah. I mean, of course I mean, we'll see. We're, we're yet to cover the Eastern Conference and see what Philly has done in the transfer market so far. But just considering the strength of LAFC and knowing that even the subs for LAFC are going to start in any other MLS side, it's just you just can't really bat an eye or ignore LAFC's team and and say they won't challenge for the title again. Yeah, of of course. So LAFC number one, moving on to number two. This was hard for both me and Alex because we (laughs) hate this team with the passion. We literally hate them. Uh, Texas natives, yeah, we're Texas natives. Obviously, I'm from Houston, and then Alec Wojak from Dallas. So we we just hate Austin, but we had to put them at second, right? Yeah, Austin. As much as we hate to say it, they're they're very good. Their attack last season, they were they were such an interesting team to watch, and they're a fun team to watch. Sad to say, I hate saying it, 
Jerusi, what a signing for them. They have multiple other guys who just produce day in, day I mean, out. Yeah, even even end- Fagundes, he he's he really got lit up once he got to Austin. Yeah, so not really a busy window for no. them at all. They've mm-hmm. signed uh I mean not, any, not well, many. The, the biggest so they I they've I've only got two signings for them. Um but I mean their biggest name is Jossie's artist. Justice um, Artis, they uh, got him from, I believe, Colorado. Yeah. He's 31. He's a striker. Don't know how he's going to fit into their already stacked forward line. They have multiple players on their team who play at that position. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what's happening with the Rudy. They have Musa Jite in there. Of course, they have Jerusi. It's a it's an interesting thing. I don't know where he's going to fit into that, but I still think it's a decent signing depending on how they use him. Um, 33 games last season, scored 10 goals, uh, provided to assist. He's putting yeah, in I, the, he's putting in work for yeah, I mean, a that's lackluster a, Colorado team. That's the thing for me. I was like, look, it's, it's Chiasi's artist. It's not the most spectacular name in the league. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, he's going to get a goal one out of every three games. So I, I gave this transfer a B for Austin, um, just because they already have a stack line. How are they going to use him in their lineup? Uh, is he going to start often? We don't know, um, especially over a Rudy who already had a great season. Uh, and then the their other player they signed was uh, Alfonso Acampo Chavez. Um, he's a young player, uh, mostly played in the USL Championship. I gave this a C plus. Uh, he's also a center forward, so I'm just kind of like, like you I don't said, know, what are they doing? What are yeah, they doing Ma- with Maxi that whole thing? Rudy, Musa Gite, Jossie's artist, and now this guy Chavez. I'm just kind of like, I understand he's a younger player, but you already have three center forwards ahead of him. Why, why do you need another one? So uh, I, don't know. I, put, maybe they, I put it as a C plus, maybe a C. So I don't know. Who knows, who knows what's going to happen, of course, before the season starts. we got a long ways to go. But Austin, they're keeping the majority of their team together. They signed a goalkeeper today, but I don't think he's uh, going over their already starting goalkeeper who's proven it himself last season. Exactly. To everybody, um, that, that he's an established starter. Austin – I believe he's going to finish second. I don't believe yeah. they're ahead of LAFC in any way possible, um, despite beating them in the season. But, I mean, who won at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, I mean, they what, they had 10 more points than Austin. It's yep. just it's just statement, statement team. Um, but me and Alec are both going to pray for Austin's downfall. So Oh, yeah. Um, if we could get a first season from them like it was, I, w- I would love it. But <sighs> and moving on to third. Of course, this was really hard for Alex. Uh, we both put, I mean, do we both put him? Yeah, did, yeah, we did, we did. Yeah. We did. FC Dallas. I, I don't know. We finished third in the Western last season. Relax. A, Why are you saying, I don't know? You know, you know. I know. I'm just yeah, trying to, I'm just trying not to, I'm just don't, trying not don't to hurt sympathize with me. I'm just trying not to hurt your feelings, Alex. You're a sensitive guy. I, I'm trying to be respectful of that. Anyway. FC Dallas, they haven't had a, a massive transfer window so far. They've only signed uh, two defenders. Uh, of course, they got some players from the draft. They signed three forwards from the draft, which is very interesting to me. Don't expect them to play. Um, yeah. Probably, probably going to be on North Texas. Uh, who knows? But like we said, you can say his name since I don't know how to say it. FC Dallas <laughs> yeah. uh, signed a LAFC defender. Sebastian Bega. There we go. He's the 30, uh, 30 years old. Played last season for LA, um, got them to the MLS Cup final. I gave it an A personally. Yeah, Seventeen I mean, games for them last season. Didn't play all the time, but he did win the MLS Cup. Um, he's yeah, a very I mean, good replacement for me uh, since we lost Matt Matt Hedges to Toronto. 
somehow some way Exa- exactly I, I gave him an, an a minus just because like he, he he you're getting an mls cup defender um i mean the the only downside is his age which i believe he's 31 so yeah uh, it's that was the only thing that i had for myself um but i'll let you continue with all the fc dallas transfers uh well the last one um that's been bigger last season fc dallas they had terrible besides left back terrible right backs okay tomasi <laughs> and nanu nanu got loaned from porto out of all places because of how bad he is so we signed giovanni jesus uh he's a defender uh 21 years old from Cruzeiro and Serie B in Brazil. Um, 27 games so far this season, two goals, two assists. I honestly, and me and Alex both think the same. We can't exactly give this guy <laughs> a grade yeah. or anything like that because we have no idea who he is or anything like that. Uh, on Twitter, their fans say he's good. Of course, that's just they could say it's, anything. It's Twitter, um, yeah. It's Twitter. You're never gonna, you're never gonna know, man. So and same if with he is, uh, if he's what, good. What was your other transfer, Jose Mulatto? Hmm. Oh, you didn't have him on there? Damn, what a great no, answer. No, because there's only two ones that I've heard of. Mm, okay. All right. Well, I, for both of them, I had a question mark. I was like, I have no clue about any of these players. Um, I'm just kidding. I, 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 I just want to see your team collapse, really. Yeah, that, that that's not happening, buddy. So, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, hopefully he's good. Hopefully he solves the problem that we had last season at right back. Um, yeah, Tomasi, you're not cutting it for me. So, um, yeah, okay. FC Dallas, FC Dallas at third, and this is where I think we get a little. This is where we change. This is where we change. This is where we're um, not, we're not the same. Actually, all right, you say fourth. You say you're fourth. I, I think we got fourth, the same. Did we get fourth the same? Oh uh, shoot, I don't know. Did we? I want you to go first. I I literally just told you to go first. I know, but I just. I I I, I I I put Nashville at fourth. Oh yeah, I put Nashville. I, okay, I put Nashville okay, too. Yeah, don't worry, Nashville don't worry, fourth. don't worry. I think Nashville okay. is a very interesting pros- prospect. They so, traded their entire, like every single <laughs> one of their international player spots yeah. to to one of those, the Dallas. I don't even know, man. Nashville's a very interesting team, I guess. They, I mean, they have good players. We saw that last season. They made it to the playoffs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's not a bad project they got going, uh, no, going not up at all. there, but. I don't know. Nashville's just one of those teams that you're just like, yeah, they could be good, maybe not. But what do you got for them? Well, I mean, the the only transfer or the only player they brought in during this offseason is Fafa Picot. Um, he was previously a Houston Dynamo defender. I gave this uh, transfer a B plus um, just because I, I know what Fafa can bring to his team. He's if if you're in danger and you want to counterattack, you just ping a long ball up to him. Um, I mean, the only bad side or the only things I didn't really like about him was just his uh what he did once he got the ball it was just more like let's take it one-on-one with defender or uh, let me he wasn't really great at passing the ball to a defense or to a teammate so for me I had it at B plus um, but at the same time I think uh right before the season ended Nashville got one of the players from Toronto who was actually pretty decent so uh, I'm feeling optimistic about Nashville. I think they're going to be consistent. Uh, same with Shaq Moore and their squad. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously he was terrible at the World Cup, but you know, but we're, we're talking MLS. He's yeah, not, we're talking MLS quality at the same time. Unfortunately, so uh, just still going to have Nashville at fourth. I don't, I don't know how Fafa is going to Fafa is going to do because you know he was at Dallas, then he went over to Houston. It's 
it's not like he's a, a very special player. No. I mean, he's, just, he's just there. So, but yeah, they <laughs> yeah. signed uh, the San Toronto uh, winger as well. Uh, Jakub, uh, oh my gosh, I can't pronounce names today. Bro, oh, Jacob Schaffelberg. Jacob yep. Schaffelberg. I can't pronounce anything. My bad. Anyway, uh, Canadian winger. Uh, honestly, don't know much about him. Uh, and in the MLS, he's had 53 games, scored five goals, gave five assists. Not yeah, amazing. Midfielder, but, midfielder though. Yeah, midfielder. But so, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like, oh, this guy's terrible. I've never seen him play. If I'm honest with you, besides like if he was there whenever FC Dallas <laughs> played him, because that's the only time I watched Toronto. Okay. okay. <laughs> that's the only time I watched them. Okay. But, so yeah. yeah, still have Nashville at fourth. Um, I think now this is where we change. This is definitely where we change. Uh, considering your tweet from my Twitter account. Um, so, who do you have at fifth? I have Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Okay, yeah. I put LA Galaxy. Ah. Uh, uh, See, I, I, I understand. So we know that the Galaxy haven't had any transfers yet. Um, and so for me, this isn't a big deal, though. I mean, that they. The LA Galaxy were terrible first half of the season. And yep. then they completely switched it once they signed Rike Puji. And so now I believe that with how well he started to transform the Galaxy, I believe they're still going to be in the playoffs. I just don't see how they're going to drop off much. I believe they can probably challenge third in the play, in the play, for playoff contention. Oh, brother. Um, but I, I know you feel the complete opposite. So I so I think for this next part, like our bottom three, like fifth, sixth, and seventh are completely different, I feel like. Besides yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So I'll just read it. Fifth I have Minnesota, sixth Portland, and seventh LA Galaxy. I think LA Galaxy is still gonna be into the like in the playoff contention. But so far, they're not there. Okay. And it's just they're not a bad team. And I'll say that. Maybe I did rate them a little lower than everybody else, but they just haven't they they haven't gotten over that like that uh that wall yet i feel like i feel like you're comparing ago. them to a shadow of lafc now oh yeah i mean think about it i LA mean technically Galaxy's they are for, getting into they the are shadow they now. are the shadow of them yes they've won uh five mls cups or whatever it is but la galaxy fans you can't really say anything when you can't even beat the team that stole your spotlight in la exactly so, yeah I don't know. LA Galaxy, I think they should get rid of Douglas Costa. They need to bring in someone exciting. Like, example, and you brought this up several times whenever we talked, was Ricky Puge. It's a great, great signing for them. He completely changed that entire team. Really we, watched his, we watched his debut. He looked great throughout the other, other parts of the season. He looked great as well, especially in uh, the playoff game between LAFC. When, against LAFC, yeah, he, he was so, phenomenal. Maybe I did rate them a little low. I don't, I mean, it's not like I don't want LA Galaxy to be good because they're one of the more historic clubs in the MLS, but they haven't got any of their signings right besides a couple of them. Yeah, Chicharito, I mean, yeah, he's, he's produced, obviously. Um, but it's the replacement, right? Yeah, Jovalich, so. interesting, off the bench, impact sub, uh, Ricky Pooge. It's, it's, it's a mix. It's like, it, yes, they can yeah, be good, so. yes, they can't. I mean, that's how I feel about them. I was like, look, they changed the tie second half of the season. I believe that they can still go into the first half of the season now feeling a bit more optimistic about themselves. So that's why I have LA Galaxy at fifth. 
potentially going for fourth and third, depending on how your team and Nashville does. So who do you have for the rest of them? So, yeah, I mean, I think you thought it was going to be completely different, but I also had Portland at sixth um, and then Minnesota at seventh. Uh, I mean, the only team that we really knocked out from the playoff contention is RSL. Um, RSL, I I don't want to comment on RSL, Um, but Portland, um, Portland is very interesting because they signed a player for like nine to ten million dollars. Yeah, crazy money for the MLS. And so I'm really curious to see how well this this goes. His name name is Evander, by the way. I put him at a B because he was previously playing for Michela. Some some team, I I don't know how to pronounce their name, uh, but they spent. What is up with us today? Yeah, I no, I I don't know how, how to say it. I've never been able to. Um, uh, but they spent ten like ten million dollars on this guy. He hasn't scored. I think he's played around one hundred twenty matches. He's only scored around like fifty goals. I think he has like thirty assists. So it's not too bad. Uh, I would just, say that is great. I'm 50 just goals. Boy, I'm just I mean. really curious to see if the money pays off because it's such a high transfer considering the MLS. Yeah, it's a. Uh... He's definitely thing. Uh, a rumor that Casper Junker is going to go to Portland. He's a center forward. Never heard of this guy. He's coming for some random. T- I mean, it's not random to some people, but for <laughs> a, a person that only pays attention to certain certain things, like, oh, he plays in Japan. Yeah. That, that is the rumored signing, Portland fans. <laughs> so that could be your next uh, jersey that you probably won't get. Um, but he's played 42 games uh, in the – uh, Japan's first division scored 16 goals, gave out two assists. So who? Um, his name is Casper Junker. He's a plays for uh, yeah plays for Ura Reds. Nice, great. He's Denmark. Uh, Exciting yeah, times Denmark. to be a Portland fan. Yeah, what a what a time. I mean, they did splash their uh, you know the record transfer thing. They really did. I mean, uh, I bet they'll be there. So so yeah, you you had Portland six right. Portland sixth, and okay. I Ellie Galaxy seventh. So who did you have seventh? Minnesota. Minnesota. So, so our fifth and seventh are completely swapped. Yeah, they're swapped. Um, I guess it's not surprising that we're fairly consistent. Um, yeah, I mean, we have the same mind, man. But, uh, I mean, the only signing that Minnesota has is what? Joseph Rosales. That's about it. Um, I don't know too much about him. I don't know if you're familiar, but um considering the way uh minnesota left the mls playoffs against y'all uh, i wasn't i wasn't really too thrilled about the way they're gonna head into the 20, 2023 season but uh minnesota isn't a bad pick compared to the rest of the rest of the group um i, I really would have liked to put seattle above them but seattle hasn't made any transfers uh and they're just I, I really thought by the end of the season, they were going to make the playoffs, finish 11th, only above what us, Houston Dynamo, uh, San Jose, and supporting Kansas City, who all had terrible seasons. So I wasn't too optimistic about that. Um, that Champions League win must have give them, given them the biggest hangover ever throughout yeah, the entire season. Exactly. But, I mean, who, who would be – so we covered the top seven. Who would be your honorable mentions, honorable picks that could possibly sneak in there, not necessarily breaking the top four, but 
probably getting the fifth, sixth, or seventh spot. Fifth, sixth, or seventh. I mean, the only one I can really think of is Vancouver. I think they, they had a really big comeback uh, at the end of the season. I think they were dead last at one point. Um, and they they were up, dead last, and we yeah, lost to them. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a great moment for me. Um, and so it was, it was, uh, I, I think they have a chance. I think they're building something. Um, uh, but I, I think this is a really, really good pick in my opinion. Um, I just, like I said, I don't see Austin dropping off. I don't know about, I don't know about y'all, but I'm thinking Dallas at third. I, I don't see Nashville and galaxy being better teams than y'all. So, and then obviously know, LAFC a, it, at the top. It's a mix, and, and everybody listen. Keep this in mind when we had to pick this because this was really, really hard. Beside, I mean, even Austin was close. We finished three points behind Austin, and then LA Galaxy three points behind us. LA Galaxy and Nashville both tied uh, for fifty points, and and so on. the The gap. Yeah, is the not table big. is really tight. The gap's not big until you get to Houston Dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> oh but look not all of these teams are terrible all right Damn. and i'll say that compared fc dallas finished with 53 53 points that was only 10 points behind or uh in front of colorado which who sit 10th and they finished with 43 points yeah. the western conference is pretty close of course we'll look at the eastern conference uh we're not even going to get into that dc <laughs> um but <laughs> yeah it's like I said, it's close. A lot of these teams can just easily sneak in there and you know, you're going to be like, oh crap, I thought they were dead last. Now they're seven, six or whatever like that. So yeah, exactly. it's going to be an interesting season, I feel like. Very interesting season. Yeah, and uh, I'm also happy that a lot of the MLS games are, or all the MLS games are going to be on Apple TV. I think this is going to be really good for the league. Controversial. I think it will be. What do you think? I think it'll be, I think it'll be nice. Uh, Pretty much having, I mean, like last season, all a lot of seasons before, you never really knew when your team played. I mean, you knew if you obviously paid attention, but like you could just be scrolling on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and you see MLS posted somebody scored a goal, and you're like, oh, I didn't even know somebody was playing on this random Tuesday afternoon. So <laughs> it's it's just I think Apple TV will make it a little bit easier and all this other stuff. But like I said, it's gonna be a very interesting season, and I. I really can't wait for it to start. Obviously, Seattle is going to be playing in, I believe, February or so. The draw for the Club World Cup is coming out soon. Hopefully, they make it past the first round. Oh, I mean, God. I would love to see that, but Maybe I don't know. Us. I mean, I think it's even it's crazy. I that just, we're even I just, there. I can't wait to see Jordan Morris lighting it up in the Club World Cup. I mean, that's going to be a fantastic sight, in my opinion. Same with Christian Roldan. Oh, brother. Dude, they're going to make it all the way to the final against Real Madrid and just they're going to be blown them. out 10 nil. Nah, you got to You got to have hope. You got to have hope. Right? I have no I'll hope for them. OK, so Alex <laughs> guys, is a, uh, you know, pessimist. So he's not, you know, you know, he's what do you, what do you expect, bro? My favorite team is second to last. Bro, you were like so, that the season. OK, before. All, right, all, right, all right. Let's, let's cut this out. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting off on a little yeah, tangent, we're but yeah. like I said, we'll be recording an episode tomorrow, January 4th, to discuss the girl Greg Perhalter situation and what the announcement is for the United States national team. We'll also be covering the Eastern Conference soon. That one will be interesting because I feel like a lot of, it's the same thing as the Western. A lot of the teams are close, but mm -hmm. 
you know, who's really going to make that push? Um, um, I think I think one last thing I want to talk about. Uh, I really hope you sign Aaron Long from the Red Bulls. No, LA Galaxy actually <laughs> is in the lead for them, I heard. Or someone else's. I saw it today. I totally Man. slipped my mind. But as long as I didn't see the words FC Dallas and all this other <laughs> Aaron, stuff. Aaron Long in the same sentence. Uh, but also, my one last thing. FC Dallas is linked with a very, in my opinion, exciting midfielder. He's an American-Brazilian midfielder. Plays Ooh. in the first division of Brazil. Alan Sol- Sonori. Oh, my gosh, dude. This is Man, pissing me I'm off. I'm embarrassed for you. Uh, <laughs> Alan, Alan something. You know, it starts with an S. Just look up Alan, S-O-N-A, whatever. Then, you know, it'll pull up. But he's very exciting. I want this dude to play for us. But so many other teams are linked with him that it's kind of – it's going to be hard because – I don't feel I don't think everybody's like, oh my gosh, let me go to FC Dallas. But it's kind of FC Dallas's philosophy to uh, you know, just sign people from, you know, South American teams and bring them over here, then they play pretty good for us. So hopefully that is uh that's good. Hopefully he signs for us, plays good, then he goes to the national team because I feel like that's a very good creative midfielder that nice. you know, Dallas and the national team. Just can like use. uh Paul McCall. Dude, you just, <laughs> hey. All right, all right, let's how many, how many homegrowns do you got playing for you? We got exactly. Hector Herrera. We don't need none. We don't need Home, none Okay, anyway, so guys, that has been the From the Stance podcast. If you guys want to reach out to us, uh, hit us up on Twitter at From the Stance Pod. Love to hear from you, uh, thoughts yes. or anything like that. So, <coughs> I had a cough. But anyway, uh, we will see you guys tomorrow.